Greetings, welcome, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Ainsley Talk. It has been by God's appointment that we have been privileged once again to converge in unison as we excavate the foundations of episode 6 in season 1 in the billionaire I Am Single, I Am One series. So far, we have laid the foundations with the introduction, time initiation, the originator, your origin. We have touched briefly also on don't touch what you don't want. And in the next few moments, we will be covering touch the vine. It is a delight to know that your state of consciousness has been elevated and you seek to put your future in the hands of him who is all-powerful. It is a guarantee that your future self will thank you tremendously as you pivot to become the person you are intended to be and not one who is under systematic control. On behalf of Infoditis, we would like to thank and congratulate you for being serious about living in your reality as you step outside the constructs of fantasy, receiving illumination, edification, and revelation while being positioned for a justified transformation. It is time to gather around as we come in one mind with your host, Kareem Ainsley, as you are guided under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Today we'll be covering Touch the Vine, as knowing what and how to connect will allow us access to the power that is within as the potential becomes actual. As we worship in this ministry, you will be able to recalibrate to the ideal intended for you to actualize the perfection and your most idyllic destiny. Once again, it is time to gather all the kings, queens, princes, princesses, empresses, and emperors as we step closer into the future. But before we delve into Touch the Vine, let us engage in introspection to decide where we are in order to mentally align towards the desired end. Ask yourself the questions, am I the person who don't know and don't know that I don't know? If so, you are innocent, we will nurture you. Am I the person who don't know but is willing to know? If so, you are a student, we will teach you. Am I the person who don't know but think that I know? If so, you are dangerous and you already know what to do. Or am I the person who knows but don't know that I know? If so, you are eluded by the dilemma of your own illusions. You are asleep and we will wake you. Then there are those who know, and know that they know. They are the conoscentes, listen to them, and that this is where your host will serve you. Let us in reverence at this time initiate a connection. As your people are gathered around today, they desire a blessing, restoration, rejuvenation, redirection, and recalibration. May your spirit walk in the midst of this ministry, 
as that which is applicable be allowed to touch and transform their lives as they prepare to be elevated to your ideal. Allow your Holy Spirit to speak through your host as your people are situated for receiving illumination, edification, and revelation while being positioned for a justified transformation. Give us that which we need for now as we connect to the vine in anticipation of eternity. Give us the spiritual fortitude to navigate the challenges as we open our lives totally to you. We appreciate the peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, for the moment that you have been eagerly anticipating, touch the vine. Connected, but disconnected. Man is a spirit that dwells in a body, not a body which has a spirit. In order for you to function correctly, you must be in the presence of your originator. What if at the end of your road, you realize that you were connected but yet disconnected? That would be a catastrophe. Imagine having a phone charger with a low battery and you decide to plug that charger into the socket. You plug the charger into the socket and then you connect the port into your phone with the expectancy that your phone will be charging. However, after a long night of work, you now go to bed with your phone in your mind being charged, thinking that you are connected. When you wake up in the morning ready to rush out to engage in another days of work, you realize that your phone is at a lower level than you left it prior to it being on charge. What happened? The phone was connected to the socket, the charging port was connected, however, there was a disconnection, connected but yet disconnected. In practical instances, this could be like a person who goes to church, goes to a religious establishment, goes to a religious building and worships, but yet the heart of that individual is far from their connection, is far from their maker, is far from their king. Yes, it is fairly easy to be connected but disconnected. It is all in the head and we have to take charge of what is happening. You see, the design of man was so intricately outlined that he was designed to be in connection in order to access the power of his capacitor to do the work intended for him to do or even for her to do. Outside the environment of adequate connectivity, even if the battery is fully charged, it would just be a battery that is fully charged but without any useful purpose. A battery that is filled with power 
but is disconnected from a source is still filled with power has the potential to give off the power that it has but it is not connected to the source to give off a power in the state of disconnection the battery can be referred to as potential energy so too in the intricacy of the design of the man created with the end from the beginning given the seed on the inside given the potential to become that which the seed is capable of becoming but unless it is connected to the source to be watered to be nurtured it will not become that which it could have become Outside of the connection to the vine, tree failed to bear fruit. If a branch is connected to something else, it will die. Let's take the battery analogy a step further. What if the battery is connected to something that it is not designed to be connected to? What would happen? Well, as we have seen time and time again, the battery could result in electrical short circuit, a breaker overload, and even become consumed with fire. Outside the presence of God is nothing but death. Man will die. And that's just the fact. In the initial design, we were privileged to have been in uninterrupted communion with God. Our maker and our king came down and walked in the midst of the garden with us. In that instance, there was a more intimate connection, not the one as we now experience, but something more personal, something that was more direct. Genesis 2 and verse 17 says to us, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Precisely as was recorded was what happened in the instance of the consumption of the fruit. It was evident just that the man did not realize yet the fast succession of events until they were banished from the garden created for them. The disobedience created the disconnection and this disconnection has left a void in the spirit of man. There is always a longing and a yearning to be reconnected. Hence, many things have been used in the place of which short-circuits the man, leading men to paganic practices, idolatry, hedonistic behavior, etc. Eight things happened the moment there was a disobedience. The first thing, the glory of God left them as they became soiled by iniquity from the one who iniquity was found in. The second thing, they realized that their eyes were open and they knew they were naked, not because they were not naked, but because the glory of God had left them. Their eyes being open was the opening of their eyes to evil because prior to this occasion, they could only have seen good and God's goodness. Third thing, their consciences became activated and they went to hide themselves and sow fig leaves for themselves. This conscience directed them 
to realize that hey, there is something wrong. There is something not right with what has happened. There is something wrong that was done, and because the conscience was stained upon them, they realized that something was wrong, and they took action and tried to hide themselves. They realized their unworthiness in the presence of God, so they stayed away when God was walking in the garden. And that happens to us a lot of times. We find ourselves feeling that we are rejected. We have done so much evil that we cannot come in the presence of God. But that there is a deception because God wants to take you back onto Himself to restore you, rejuvenate you, reinvigorate you, redirect you on the path of righteousness. The fifth thing that occurred was the blame game cycle. Everyone involved in the process was trying to justify why they did what they did. However, they were not bearing the weight of the consequences of what they did. So they burdened someone else with the responsibility for their own doing. During life, we see this behavior still being practiced. Six, the man, the woman, and the serpent were cursed for their direct involvement in the process of the degradation of mankind. Hence, the man had to work, the woman would feel pain in childbirth, the serpent had to crawl on his belly. The seventh thing that occurred was the understanding of death. This was demonstrated when God had to kill an animal for skin to make uh, the being who had fallen clothing. This death activated the plan of a salvation. This death was saying to us that a fallen man would need to be restored by a lamb that is slain. And God had to send his only begotten son to remedy the situation. The eighth thing that occurred was the self-induced eviction from the God. Because of the actions that were taken, it was in the best interest of the parties involved to be removed from the garden. Hence, they could find themselves in a state where sin was allowed to perpetuate indefinitely. It was never the plan for us to exit outside of the presence of God. When we have been cut off from the garden, we began the process of devolution. This devolution created a state of degradation which manifested itself as a consequence of the miscalculation in choices. The estrangement of man from God has caused a need for worship which is oftentimes misdirected. As we see men worshiping in an attempt to reconnect with the Creator, things which are created by the Creator instead of the Creator Himself. They worship their animals, they worship their families, they worship their communities, they worship things, people, places, except worshiping God and God alone. This leads men into a cyclic depravity of idolatry, which clouds their judgment, thinking that they are doing the right, but their right is actually the wrong. Man was created to worship, and hence, even though they were evicted from the garden, their self-induced eviction, they still had the lingering for a desire to worship, and hence that emptiness is filled. These voids are filled with the world's depravity. No carnality can compensate or stabilize the need for belonging. 
This distance created can only be satisfactorily filled with the gifts generously bestowed upon humanity including praise, worship, and prayer. These acts do not actually put us humans in the presence of God, however it facilitates the presence of God coming to us as they are avenues to connect and communicating with Him. It is the intention of the originator to reunite man in the presence of himself to restore life to what was written in the blueprint. Hence, the lifeline of salvation was made available through the Son of God who died for humanity. This is indeed an excellent note to end. Thanks for listening and spending some time with us on Angel Talk as we continue our dissection of the concepts in the book. Billionaire, I am single, I am one. Paradigm shifting perspectives from the king's son. If you have not yet gotten your copy, feel free to pick it up from any major bookstore. Until next time, when we will cover the divine vine. Be blessed and share your listening blessings. This is your host, Kareem Ainsley, signing out from Touch the Vine. Peace, love, respect. If you would like to share your comments or concerns, you can always feel free to leave a voice message on the Anchor app or depend on which platform you're listening this recording. You may be able to leave your comments in the comments section of the description. For direct email communication, send the same to a-i-n-s-l-e-y-k at a-n-d-r-e-w-s dot e-d-u that is ainsleyk at andrews dot e-d-u. If you'd like a contact number or to be added to our mailing list, send us an email and the reply will contain all the requested details and handle information. Feel free to follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Kareem Ames, that is K-A-R-E-E-M-A-I-N-S. For those who have been moved by the Spirit of God to support this ministry, you can do so by listening, liking, sharing, commenting. Financial contributions can also be made in the Anchor app. However, if you'd like to do a direct transfer, you can send the same to our Zelle account at a-i-n-s-l-e-y-k at andrews.edu or you can use our PayPal handle at paypal.me slash kareemains that is paypal.me slash k-a-r-e-e-m-a-i-n-s Thanks for your time and support. Until next time when we unite in spirit. Music